Listener Production. Hello and welcome to the Jock and Journo podcast. Oh boy, am I looking forward to this one. It is a special grand final edition and as always, we have the champ, the six-time All-Australian, five-time best and fairest winner. Uh, they call him the grandpa, but he just keeps getting it done in big moments. It's Scotty Penderbury. How are you, mate? Very well, mate. Thanks for uh, the intro and, yeah, looking forward to the week. It's um, one that's really exciting and, yeah, going to take it all in. Last played the big dance in 2018. Got the job done, of course, in 2010. Missed out 2011 and you are back in the last game of September. And this man needs no introduction because he is the Fitzroy Flyer, the super coach. <laughs> <laughs> He's been uh, coaching for 14 years. He's made the finals campaign in nine of them. Coached in four grand finals, including the replay. 21 finals uh, in total. And he's basically everyone's favourite in the media now. It's the security coach, Ross Lyon. How are you, Ross? Yeah, great to be here. And who knew, right? <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, well, you used to be off your head going back 10 or 12 years. You were quite stern and intimidating and you were in full Ross mode. Unhinged. Back in the day, but you've softened, and uh, we've absolutely loved uh, you for it. But on Friday night, Ross, we have to start with the annual St Kilda catch-up. Is it right? It's still uh, going. <laughs> <laughs> you know, rolled up Friday, 1 o'clock. I blinked. It was Monday morning, 9 a.m. So, <laughs> well, it's a great bunch. So really, roughly the 0910 group, but really that period from um, 07 yep. through um, Robert Harvey, yep. Troy Swartz come along. You know, our physios, our doctors from that time, probably, you know, 17 or 18 mm-hmm. of the group. There's, there's a couple um, overseas and whatnot, but it was a, it was a great day. Um, Ironically, in the in the heartland of uh, Collingwood. Uh, Collingwood, Johnson Street, the Yarra Hotel, which is the original change rooms of the Collingwood Footy Club, so that was hard to swallow. But we did that. But um, ended up back in St Kilda at the Vineyard late. a little bit late at night. So you know, we balanced it out beautifully. But look, as I look at Scott, I look yes. at him and thought he looks like a title fighter, like lean, dog hungry, yes. like you know, yes, um, ready to go. So it's impressive. Absolutely ready to go. The man considers a mandarin a dessert, Ross. Now, uh, my, my, <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. My desserts look a lot different. Uh, <laughs> you know that, Jason. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Oh, that is the case. But you had a good catch up, and uh, you're such a tight, um, you saw such a tight crew. Did you get Bakes there? Was Milne there? Who was yeah, who yeah. was buzzing around? Who was the yeah, pest? Bakes was Bakes was there. Milne was there. Milne yep. does a poem or a poem, as uh, Milne would say. He um, does a poem every yeah, year. Yeah, we actually had one Rui because he wasn't there. Um, he, he wrote one and sent it over and it was read out. So Milne felt it cut across his territory a bit and um, <laughs> so he had a brief, brief poem. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty special day, really. It's been going on for, you know, X amount of years now. So, yeah, Gardy was there, the big show. He was in fine form. And, mm-hmm. um, our current footy director, Jason Blake. So I think he had his footy director's hat on for a bit of the day. So <laughs> It's one of the best nicknames in footy, the big show. The big show. And yeah. it's just yeah, awesome. I love that. I never really understood it, but uh, I was like, oh, the big show, where'd that come from? And they said, oh, like, when he goes, you know, socially. and So I got invited to his wedding. Mm. I left clear why he's the big show. <laughs> it's the best wedding I've ever been to in my life. Like, him and the groom had their tops off and picking up all the girls and dancing. It was fantastic. So, look, he's, he's full of energy and, and doing really well off field as well. Ah, oh, brilliant, mate. We're going to pick your brains on uh, this grand final, which we can't wait for. Brisbane versus Collingwood at the mighty MCG. Going to be 100,000. They cannot wait for it, particularly the contrasting styles and the big decision Collingwood going to make on its forward line. Dan McStay out. So they go small. There's heaps to chat about there. You've got great experience. But, Scotty, 
the six minutes and 18 seconds in the preliminary final, it was a cliffhanger. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff. You hung on for dear life against GWS. I haven't seen suspenseful footy like it for a long time. What was it like being in the heart of it It's a lot. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot calmer for us because we're actually living it. So we're doing it. We're trying to execute things. Yeah, and full credit to GWS. They threw some things at it. And you could tell they were well-versed in that scenario as well because, you know, late in the game, two minutes, there's a few stoppages. And you could just see their halfbacks just spitting forward, asking the question of what are we going to do? And, um, you know, we practiced it as well. But you had, you know, guys like Bobby Hill playing halfback. And mm. they asked a lot of questions of us. And, yeah, we were lucky enough to get some repeat stoppages. I think around the three-minute mark, we might have killed about 45 seconds as well with just some short passes and yeah. stoppage deep out on the half-forward flank. And those seconds add up in the last 30 seconds when the siren goes and there's, you know, everyone's, oh, they've, they've hung on. Those few seconds that we took from the three-minute mark to the two-minute mark. Mm. Well, you pretended massive... like you were going to kick long there for about 30 seconds and you were always going to your yeah, left yeah. Well, or your Nick, wide. Nick was wide and yeah. I knew that he was there. But yeah, you can milk the game, mate. You got to milk it. So I just pointed long and, oh. and then waited and waited and then just started one to Nick. It was so, the biggest piss take I've ever seen. Like yeah. you've got to kick an 80 you take advantage goal. of the rules, mate. So yeah, we did that. But yeah, yeah, it was a cracking game. I thought structurally though, that last six minutes, you know, our rucks played a really important role of being behind the play too. So at any, obviously they're going to go fast. They're going to go back through the middle, whatever it is. So from us, from a pressure point of view, it's trying to keep them in a straight line feed them back to where our Ruckman's going to be. And, you know, Darcy Cameron took some excellent marks to mm, help wow. us late in that game. And, yeah, and then we were lucky enough to hang on. And contrast from a year ago when you lose by a point and you're flying home to this year getting up by a point. So, yeah, it was great to be on the right side of the result. You caught the replay, uh, Ross. I know you're probably busy Friday night. Have you had a look? How much do you admire? Yeah, there was, it was completely deliberate what they did in the I last I certainly time. watched um, the majority of the last quarter, particularly that, last six minutes live um, and strategically you, you knew what both sides were trying to do. So in some senses, because there's no third up jumper at the ruck, mm. it's easier to keep it in tight. Mm. So I thought the ruckman just dropping it at the feet, it was incre- not, not incredible, but it was really disciplined mm. and, and not getting ahead and just whacking it out. And you could see everything Scott just said that they're rolling and going forward and trying to get it out. And, you know, Tommy Mitchell and that, they, they were just great at just – getting a hand on the ball without falling on it and keeping it in. And then just, uh, I'm not sure who hit Dacos laterally out of the congestion. Yeah, Jamie Elliott. That was yes. a big play. That was yeah. a really, because if he just gets it and surges it forward, it just opens the field up um, mm. and that, that killed it. But uh, you could see just some of the composure, some of the, there's a couple of things Tom Green did, you know, trying to get out of the traffic and the congestion, but Collingwood's heat just kept, coming at him and mm. I was fascinated why I was so low scoring you know and then I look statistically Collingwood had about 98 uncontested marks because they are a go forward team but I know they're more composed through attacking mid and they'll build it up if they're back on them but um, that, that's probably the question two really attacking teams 57-58 mm. um, and probably Collingwood's last two finals um, we can allude to the challenge coming um, they, they haven't been scoring like they were and, and Brisbane um, even the last one was when it was a shootout, 100 yeah. 124. Under so, the roof. Yeah, there's some challenges coming, but they're disciplined. And I thought, you know, the law of averages it got got Collingwood in last year's finals. So, because you're playing in that many close ones, in the end, it's going to go your yeah, way. Like, but this, you know, they they kept their nerve. And um, to see like a Bobby Hill, I'm close to Brad Hill. We'll talk. You know, we had dinner last night. We're talking about. Mm-hmm. 
Bobby and, and what Collingwood's done for him. So it's pretty pretty exciting for everyone involved. Coming off those cancer uh, battle, of course, you just admire him. He's had some big moments. He stood up, kicked three against Melbourne, of course, in the first final. Yep. Just extraordinary. Ross, what do you think they do? I'll get your thoughts too, Scott, but what do you think they do with McStay? So he's been so important for their structure. Did you? Would you be tempted to go smaller with Ginevan, or would you be trying to swing well, Howell yeah. Frampton Well, who forward? are the potential replacements? Well, it's it's Ginevan to come in, they go smaller, or how or um, Frampton come in, potentially provide that attack, or you swing Will Hoskin-Elliott forward. Yeah, well, he can play forward. I certainly wouldn't be shifting how. I think they went that experiment. Yep. And, look, he can do it, but they just lost a bit of their team defence. He's incredible down back. Yeah. I love that stability behind the ball. They, in a they, they stood up, and I think – they could go to it maybe for a quarter, but I don't think he's a permanent forward. And mm. they they just lose – their absolute strength is their ability to roll around behind the ball and create the outnumber and then go. And mm. what Brisbane did last time when they're rolling around, like they use their wing and they roll around, mm. they shifted the ball off the line, mm. you know, to, to avoid the outnumber. So it's going to be a tactical battle. I don't know. I, does Frampton come in? The one big moment in the last six minutes or whatever was mm. Cox's big contested mark. Yeah. He's on, been on good. Taylor, that He's that was the game, right? Yep. Yeah, that was that was an incredible contested yeah. mark. So. You know, he takes one or two of them in the game at the right time. He's worth it. So mm. I'm not too sure. I think they're happy to go small and mobile. I, I don't know him as intimate. McStay, well, they kicked two, didn't he? So mm. he is a big loss. Like, yeah. I don't he know, is super, it. He's super mobile, Dan, mm. an athlete. Like six foot five, but he's an athlete. Great runner, speed. That sort of stuff. So. What do you think they'll do? What do you think Fly will do? Do, do you know? Do. Yeah. Um, right, do you no, know? I don't know. Obviously, don't know yet. It's, what do you think Fly will do? Um, well, it's sort of the advantage of the sub really now is we can go in like for like. We could make a like for like change. We could bring in like a Frampton and he could come in and potentially second ruck. Mm. And you play Coxie as a forward or Darcy Cameron as a forward or whatever. And then you can have a smaller on the bench. If you don't like the mix, you can just change it. Yep. Which is the sub gives you that flexibility to do. So. Yeah, but it's a, we've got guys waiting in the wings. If you want to go smaller, we can bring Nobes in down back and release Will back forward. Um, and you've got to Taylor look at Adams what they don't like. Maybe, maybe with Harris Andrews, maybe with if Payne comes, mm. they don't like the, the dangerous smalls. Mm. You know, so, look, it's going to be dry. It's going to be 27. We'll get to that. But um, maybe, it's, I don't know, is Johnson playing well? Yeah, yeah he's out. He's got a fractured wrist. Yeah, but Reef McGuinness is mm-hmm. another one. Like he's, you know, a six foot four, but super mobile. Um and elite speed as well. So yeah, yeah. that's there, where Henry options. was the loss at Collingwood. Henry he used to sit in the Triple M box. He, mm. He's a very talented player. They kick hard 40. to keep all your talent. Right yeah, yeah. You need them. Kick yeah. forty goals in Geelong had an underrated season. I thought. What about Jordan? We were sitting in the Triple M box, Ross, uh, a year ago, and all of Geordie to go. His world was crumbling down around him. He'd had the barley stuff. He'd come back. There was discussion about whether Collingwood should keep him, whether St Kilda should even be interested. It was a firestorm. And we was, I was sitting next to you, and we're doing Hitch a Caravan, favourite segment on a Sunday, <laughs> and, you, and you said, I'm hitching my caravan to Jordan Degoe, right? And since then, he has grown not only on the field but off the field, obviously. And I thought his performance on Friday night was as good a finals performance from a midfielder or right up there over the, over the past few years. What are you seeing in this absolute raging bull at the moment? Well, I've seen it for a, a a fair period now, right? So particularly in finals, yeah. he just stands yeah. up. In in the eighteen grand final, he's he stood up, didn't he? Like yeah. he's so powerful, and he works the corridor beautifully. So I think when he sets his mind and he's striking at the ball, and I, that's the real issue they got. So Cripps is a different kettle of fish. Big man around stop, he just cruises through. But 
you know, the, Dunkley would have been saying, I'll handle him here. I'll probably spread off him a little bit. But yeah. I, I'm not sure they could even – Dunkley's going to be able to handle to go. I'm, I'm not sure because it was McCluggage last time because he's got a bit more speed and power. Um, just because you take care of Geordie at a stop, it doesn't mean you take care of him. So yeah. um, I think it's a it's a big week of consideration. But his speed, his power, um, and his mindset, like he loves the big moments. That's what I see in him, you know. And what I, I loved hearing was Fly talking about, if you watch his train, he trains so well. Mm, you know, he he trains so well. So, you know, everyone thinks you just turn on game day, but clearly – and that's a great piece. He he's written his own story. He's done the work. He's um, you know, I think a lot of people jumped off him and mm-hmm. you know they the pile on and trying to cancel him and all that. I just I'm really pleased for the young man. And growing, Scotty, what are you seeing in him? Yeah, similar to what Ross just said. Mm-hmm. Like he's some of the finals games that he's had have just been yeah. ridiculous. I think because footy's simpler in finals, it's contest. It's get the ball forward. It's um. Take your opportunity, yeah, and he and he the way he plays is all about trying to win. He loves the big games. Round fifteen probably doesn't interest him too much. You know, <laughs> if there's something on the line, he's excited for it. But it's he's like, not a guy. He's not a guy that's motivated by individual stuff. Mm. Like he desperately wants to try and win a flag with this group. Yep. But he's not interested in being an all Australian. If that makes sense. he doesn't care about trying to get his thirty and running behind the player to get a double up, so he gets his numbers, mm. which he'll, exists. Yep. He'll have twenty and kick two most weeks. You know what I mean? And when finals rolls around, you look at all the guys that have the big numbers and that finals come around, they, it all disappears. Those little easy touches you've been trying to get all year. Like Geordie's game is built off finals football. It's just contest, hitting out the footy, work the corridor, get forward, big contest, me versus you, who wants it more? Mm. It's 95 kilos. You'll just smack in. And, mm. oh, they're um, big men, aren't they? They're yeah. And 95 and kicks, mm. powerful. That's on, like five. Yeah. On the weekend, he was just good. having the – Front row seat to just see him burst away time and time. You know, had 14 clearances, mm. 17 or 18 contested balls. But it was all from the inside against what is a really good midfield that the Giants have as well. And he just was a class above everyone. Well, he's 17 contested possessions, I think. Yeah, yeah. But phenomenal. the strike just creates the chaos for the stoppage for the, yeah. the other little feeders to come in and pick up the yeah. crumbs. Yeah, it creates chaos. Yeah. There was a red Sharon in between Jordan Goey and I. Couldn't jump out of his way quick enough. <laughs> yeah. I'd I just be... sort of <laughs> yeah. wave him through. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly uh, what I would do. So it's a big week, isn't it, for you guys? And you're talking before. It all seems to be handled really well at Collingwood. How did you go in grand final week, uh, Ross? Because I'd like not not necessarily at the football club, but how did you go in your, when your head hit the pillow at night? Were you still going through all the simulations? Could you switch off from the... You know, grand final week. It's the biggest week of your life. How did you handle it back in Yeah, the I think for the coach, there's just lots of demands. It's a bit of a blur, really, but I just remember trying to not withdraw so you couldn't be criticised. But you got the Brownlow Monday night, mm. and then you had the Coach Association mm-hmm. Awards night. They were all being rolled in a little bit, yep. but that was a Monday night, then Tuesday night, and then it was – the footy show was legendary, right? So it's like you can't let that down, so – I remember going in there live from Temple Star and then out. Um, and then you got the parade. So that's four events that you wouldn't have. And then you've got to – not like now, I hardly do anything now, right? But, I, you know, all the um, all the prep I used to do on the oppo and ourselves. And mm-hmm. I, I found it quite draining. I, I found it. Did. And then we had some chaos. Like Dawson got, um, you know, post the – got like food poisoning post the, the parade – uh, in 09, I think it was, and ended up in hospital on a drip. So you get home and you finally relax and you get the call. <laughs> he's in the hospital, you fall back. So, um, look, 
I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I loved the parade, special moments. My kids were young. I had three under five. Mm-hmm. You know, you still see photos of them in the car sitting with Nick Rewald or sitting with Pavlich and mm-hmm. they were pretty special days. Fremantle was huge because, you know, getting on the flight over and at the airport, the, yeah. the big crowd. Um, so, yeah, we really enjoyed them and, and then the big turnout at the at the club. Yeah. yeah, I remember everyone said, oh, we shut it down. I thought, oh, I don't know about that. We had 10,000 people watching training <laughs> like, and we did all the presses. So, yeah, I, I felt we enjoyed it, yeah. you know, but uh, from a coach perspective, yeah. in all honesty, it was, a, it was a huge load because of those demands I just went through. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's a, it's a pretty special week. I, you know, I still remember the Collingwood fans disrespecting Nick Rewind at Parliament House when he's trying to talk. Oh, Collingwood. Oh, yeah, that's on. right. I think Maxie tried to, like, Show yeah. some respect, and they just didn't have a bar, but they just kept going. Well, everyone, I think everyone just started laughing. Yeah, we talk about it. They'd probably get up and applaud him now. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. there that moment where Maxie wouldn't let go of the cup with Rui as well? Yeah, he wanted to let go last. Yeah. So they both were just awkwardly standing there for <laughs> ages. It's like, who's going to let go? It was the start like, of yeah, the draw. Right? Yeah, because like, yeah, that really is going to influence the result tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, as, as Ross said, like I think the first thing that took my mind turned to after we won on the weekend was obviously. Excitement for the week, but as you said, it's getting to share it with my kids. I got a six and a three year old, almost mm. four, to share it with them and have them in the car and the photos and all that sort of stuff is going to be unreal. And they're already like so pumped for the week and mm. come to training and that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, there's like all like all, all grand final weeks. There's that you know that hurricane going on around you. And I've heard you talk about the bubble before, and mm. we sort of live in the bubble a little bit. We just try and enjoy the week, embrace it, but know that. Really, for us, our showtime is two thirty on Saturday. Yeah. The best thing we had, sorry, was uh, yeah. Lee Matthews come to talk to us. In which which one? Oh nine. Yeah. The start of the week, we had a dinner at a pub in South Melbourne. Might have been the Montague upstairs, mm. and he he just went through. This is my voice. So no, no greater man to give the advice, but that's where the bubble comes from. He said, "Get your ticketing organised. Get your family organised. Know your plan, and then." Put yourself in a bubble for the week where you just focus and keep your normal routine. Mm. So then Dave Misson pinched that saying and it became mm. the bubble. It you did. know, the same bubble. But that came from Lee Matthews. It was great advice. And, uh, you know, um, I'm sure Scotty's trying to organise himself. You know, he's weak now. With, around the bubble, I mean, it's funny seeing that from the outside. It did really feel like the footy club put up a big fence back in the day and it was very us and them. And, um, you know, you guys were very internally focused if you were playing the grand final this week, Ross, would would you still have the same mentality, or have you have you changed? Like because you seem you, I know you're that you're the same person, but you you do seem to have such a different attitude to some of the football industry. The cuddly Ross, I guess, is what I'm talking about. Well, I about. suppose we thought we'd been under attack a bit, to be honest. We we had a lot go on. Yeah. Post oh nine, not yeah. that that didn't really happen oh nine. No, no one would have said that. I think we got, you know, we got on the back of Hawthorne's zone and got moving on the press mm. and because um, I'd stuffed it up so much in 07 and 08 to the halfway mark. It was like, you know, we, we just kept winning and we had a routine. It was like foot to the throat probably. I was mm. too scared to, mm. to let it go. We probably should have enjoyed that 18 in a row a bit better. And then, uh, <laughs> but what happened end of 09, you know, obviously Lukey Ball left. Yep. You know, we had Love It come in and that was a deal. Then we had the St Kilda stuff, you know, schoolgirl. Mm. And then, you know, it was like so created – you know, then, then the probably shutters went down, mm. right? You know, then Rewalt tears his hamstring in half against Collingwood. That Friday night game gets pretty nasty. Mm. Um, yeah. Really quite nasty. 
And then there was one other thing that happened. Stevie Baker gets 14 weeks or something. So if you put that into the pot, you could see how we're like. Yeah. And I don't think as a club, you know, the leadership around did as much heavy lifting as it probably should have. It was I remember guys. Richard Collis, who's a great friend of mine, rang and he said, mate, you're doing too much heavy lifting as a coach. This is in your responsibility. You, you need to roll out, you know, the people higher up the chain to, to sort of get hold of this because mm. it's – it's really a big load on you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but look, per- perception is reality. Yeah. Clearly I've worked on the other side and, you know, cuddly, all right. <laughs> but I used to call it round 23, round 24, round 25. I actually <gasps> said to my group, don't worry, next year we'll be calling it round 24. Like, I was sick of it. Everyone got that excited. I thought, geez, just an elimination final. You know? <laughs> um, and can I ask you, so where did that come from? So when you <clears throat> finished at Fremantle, you had your aviator press conference, um, and then you jumped in, which I loved, but, and then you jumped into Triple M. But did you, so did you ref- do any reflecting or was there anything, like what, what happened in that? few months. Yeah. Well, Fremantle was really hard because of the circumstance and then the terminology well, you used at that press. I was like, okay, you want to go to war? I'll go to war. No problem. I'll just write my own ticket. I was like, yeah, great players and we won a lot of games, right? Like, yeah. So when I went bad, they, they were always happy to sink the boots in. So, But that's yeah. okay because that's the business. So I was happy with that. Um, <laughs> didn't worry me. But the reality, perception's reality, right? So yeah. I really wanted to show the person really that I was with my players and inside the club yep. to the outside. That, that's probably the only difference. Mm. I'm, the players will say I'm yes. quirky and I'm well, – they have been stitches like on Friday, some of the some of the memories. So I was really well say just show your authentic self to outside. Yep. And I think um, that that's helped and, and probably not trying to get there as quick, mm-hmm. you know, um, Gil gave me, Gil McLaughlin gave me great advice. He goes, don't try and build it in 12 months. Take your time and get it right. So there's stuff I could have dealt with sharper and harder, but it's like, no, we'll get there in the long run. And, and that just makes it more sustainable um, for everyone. And I think Fly's been great. And being in the media, it's like there's no re- – there's a couple with agendas. We know that. But generally it's like yeah, you get what – you put out to the universe back. Good intentions. Mm. Well, we've loved that saying that side um, of your Ross. There's no doubt about that. How do you, just quickly before we get onto this game, how do you feel and reflect on the grand finals? Obviously, you know, like it's some of the most compelling and thrilling grand finals a game has seen. Even Fremantle was in 2013. Even Sydney, go back to Sydney. I was assistant midfield coach by a, a five points and a point. In 06. 05, 06. Yeah. Yeah, so we won at 05. Yeah. How do you reflect Leo on... Leo Barry, you star. The, how do you reflect on um, 09 and 10 now? I don't think about it a lot, although I walk in, like, they got the 66 premiership up and Alan Jean's quiet. You walk in and, yeah, sometimes it sparks it, you know, that how fine a line it is. And I always start with myself, you know. There's some things that you think, could I have done that different? And sometimes it's execution, Collingwood were the best team O ten. There was no doubt about that. And um, so what we did to come back to get the draw. But then when you're there, it's such a fine line. Mm. Um, and then O nine, really, I thought we were the best team for the year. I remember Bomber Thompson come up there after the game. He goes, "Oh, sorry, apologise." Like I was like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, he but he was pretty humble. They, they, they turned it around second half, so all credit to him. But the game could have been over. Yeah, um, kick a lot of points that day. Yeah, yeah, we kicked yeah a lot and a lot from the missing from the goal square. Yeah, yeah. And then I laugh at the score review. That triggers me, right? You talk about triggers. So I remember Dawes marked it in the goal square, tried to kick it, kicked in the 
<laughs> which he shouldn't have done, into Hawkins, who was standing the mark in the goal square. Mm-hmm. Hawkins grabbed a kick that ricocheted off the goalpost. Right. They called it a goal, right? So those last few minutes, it would have been a point the difference, yes. not the perceived goal, you know. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I say to our group and, you know, my coaching philosophy and the model is take the emotional risk to put, like, I, I can sort of elaborate more, but like Scott, Take the emotional risk to give it everything you can. Leave no alibi, leave no excuse. Mm. Um, because it doesn't guarantee you the win, but it guarantees you your best chance. And without it, you're no chance. But when you put something like that in, so the prelim last year, the Pies, right, they gave it everything. And then to, did they lay there devastated and emotional wreck for a week? Yeah, but they had no regrets. Mm. And that that's how I feel Um about those grand finals. Like, oh, I don't think we could have trained any harder, played any harder. Yeah. Um, so we, we don't really have regrets and that's why I think that group comes together because there's so much respect and mateship and trust. I think, Scotty, you said almost verbatim the same thing when we're talking about that yeah, man yeah. in the arena. Um, you'd rather be the man in the arena than the one sitting in the arena watching the man. Yeah. That's, that's what I've spoken yeah. about. And that's why I said I don't have – we spoke about it last week about do you have final scars? Like I've lost two grand finals. So I don't, I don't have scars. They're great memories. The scars that I've got are the years I didn't play finals. Mm. Yeah. Because that's a, the worst. It's a reasonable bar, like uh, losing a grand final. Like. Yeah, and <laughs> as, as you said too, like the, the groups are special. Yeah, if you win it, they're amazing and, mm. you know, that's the ultimate. But like this group that I've been a part of for two years now is so special and we're so connected and like winning, winning this, don't get me wrong, like we're hell-bent on getting it done. But this is still a special group. It's not like, oh, this is a, this is a shit group. We didn't win it. We come second. It's probably like it was at 0203 against Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. Like those, those, those boys, those boys are still – They're tight. They're tight as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I remember – you can speak to – because we've had the 0203 guys come in. They still remember their team mantra. What, what was, do you remember? Oh, I don't really remember, yeah. but they talk they about their team. Oh, yeah, I do. It was hard C-U-N-T. Yeah. Right. That was their mantra. Mm-hmm. And everyone still knows what every letter means, everything, because that group for two years was so special, and they're so tight still. And they were hard and tough. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I played against one of the great teams. I almost got it done. Yeah. Love listening to your reflections there, uh, Ross and Scott. going to come back and speak about the Premiership decider. Scotty, can you become a two-time Premiership player? Maybe even a two-time Norm Smith medalist. Who knows? It's going to be an absolute beauty. Collingwood versus Brisbane. The MCG, 27 degrees. Can't wait for it. This is the Jock and Journal Show. Welcome back to the Jock and Journo Show. It is Jay Clark, the champ, Scotty Pendlebury, and the coach of the year, let's be honest, uh, Ross Lyon, who did a magnificent job with the St Kilda kids. They said you couldn't coach. Well, remember the criticism when you walked in? They said, oh, he doesn't play the kids. He can't <laughs> score. Mate, you played more. He played as many kids as you had. Yeah, we did. A I think we broke amount. a record. Mm. We actually broke a record. The number of kids under 21 and games played, I don't think anyone had played finals since mm. 94 with it. Mm. So um, that's pretty exciting. Obviously, a lot of foundation work. Damien Carroll, who um, Scotty might know, he's yep. fantastic and his team. So, But the the, um, the kids that come through mm. and, and understand that they've got to drive themselves. So um, Mitch Owens um, is incredible. He, he's as focused as a young players I've seen. Really? Um, yeah, and then you've had you some know, focused went, ones. Hey, you've had some focused ones. Yeah, yeah, he, he but he's right up there, like wow. um, right up there. So Windhager, uh, 
Malera, Nazaya. But he, it's the influence of the senior players like on Nazaya, like Mason Wood, he lives with Mason and Mason's a incredible professional. So, uh, And then Mateus Filippo just came through really driven and really dog hungry to be trying to become an elite AFL player. So they, they don't need much pushing. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think of a couple of the others. Oh, Caminiti just, mm. you know, out of um, – The hammer. Carlton um, sup list. So, yeah, it was pretty exciting. We, we think we can build a nucleus. So we just got to make sure strategically we need to go to the draft and we need to scaffold in young talent around them while we aim to continue to compete. So that that's our, you know, a simplified version of the strategy going forward. You need a few more, Ross. Um, a few more top-line youngsters. That said, I didn't have you making the finals this year. You completely outperformed. I had you. 12, You're I very think. positive, Jason. <laughs> well, mate, I'm, look, Look, I'm um, looking. At, I'm doing the list analysis. Not that I'm Stephen Silvani, but mate, as I said, you got to. You went to the freezer, or Saints fans go to the freezer. There's a tub of Neapolitan ice cream, and you've only got strawberry flavour less, which is everyone's. Well, least probably most flavor. proud of our first seven weeks. We're six one, mm. and we're the seventeenth and fifteenth youngest team in all of that that period. You know, so um. Did you have a moment when you think? Jesus. I actually thought, what have I done? <laughs> Set the bar too high. <laughs> Especially round one free man, I thought, oh, they're setting me up to fail here. So, but I couldn't have been prouder of our yep. coaching group. You're only as good as your coaching group and really Harvey Hayes Enright mm. are as good as anything um, I've ever worked with. So, um, yeah, and we, we've got a pretty special environment. The, the play group drunk from the well, the model of poss- anything's possible – Action, just feedback. We we kept it so level all year. I think there was a game we lost. They all walked out, thought they'd winning. And I thought that's what I thought. Geez, I have changed. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's great that you know consistent. They crave consistency. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clarity of role, mm. and uh, and and the coaches were really good at simplifying messages, and and that's all players want to feel safe, have clarity and simplicity, and belong to something. Then we're trying to build out you know, a trademark of our own, um, you know, at Moorabbin. So, yeah, it was a nice feeling. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I think there's nothing better too for young kids Mm -hmm. to experience finals as early as they can because now they know what you talk about. This is why we do the work in pre-season for finals. If you don't get there, well, it's all just a pipe dream. Mm -hmm. But now these guys have got a taste of it. So you know what you're working for. You know, and, you know, you guys were in that game right up until like the last sort of five, six minutes against the Giants. So they know now what mm. what it takes. They'll have a drive to keep going. When you don't get there, you just don't know how good it is. Yeah, so that helps your belief there. system, oh, doesn't it? And then it's like, oh, gee, I want to get back there. And mm. I called it the real season because it is, right? The rest is just qualifying. But then it happens quick. That's what I remember at 05 because I hadn't been involved at success, you know, Fitzroy and, you know, previously where I coach really. And I was like, I'll oh, get to the finals. It's like, yeah, and then. Win the final, win the final. Oh, now we're in a grand final. Mm, <laughs> win yeah. the grand. Like three games. It moves quick. That'd be like these games. Mm. It's a mini season. Three game to go bang, you know. Mm. So uh, you just blink and it's like, where did that go? Gee, that happened quick. Kelly and Whitfield were pretty handy in that game, Ross. So it was uh, tricky and difficult circumstances for you. What about the big one? It's a. That does seem to me, you guys know it, million times better to see a contrast to styles, Ross. See Brisbane playing down the line. I see these guys taking the footy off the line and trying to go more quickly. How do you see the, the chess game? Yeah, I think it sums up really simple. Brisbane have got really simple game plan. And, you know, I've said for a few weeks, they're the best team we played all year. We just didn't get near them twice. I think everyone else we played, we felt like at times we were in the game. Mm. Um, but 
McInerney is really important to him, and so Collingwood have got big rucks that can compete against him. Mm. He got hold of Rowan Marshall a few times. So they win it at the clearance, they find the mark, they compose themselves until they can go in long, and they just, they because they're so tall, they bring it to ground, they just press and lock it in, and they get repeats. Mm. That's their game. Mm. And then from the centre back, they do control, they'll shift it off the line with marks, but they're, you know, off turnover, they'll, they'll try and get through the corridor, mm. but... Um, Coleman on... Saturday. Yeah, so it's a simple game. So, mm. um, and then the pies are the opposite: <laughs> high hands, surge, go quick, um, and then so it's going to to me it's going to be a gain as it always is really, but one and lost in the midfield. So what the what um, the pies did incredibly well, and I was concerned for them, and I wasn't sure was the Giants were in red hot midfield form, mm. and they. They did what the previous two clubs hadn't been able to do. They dominated stoppage and and won. I thought anyone that beats Giants at stoppages would probably win because they'll be able to score and and so on. So mm. they go in. It's going to be that battle. That that's the battle. So it's Scott and his boys in there. No pressure in the where it's going to be won and lost. And I know it just looked, and I, I know I saw it light, but it just looked like Collingwood rolled up a few more numbers to stoppages than maybe they they normally would just to close that that part of their game off them. So. Um, yeah, it's contrasting styles. It, it really is. Mm. But uh, but if you, if you win the midfield battle yourself, you're going to score. You, yeah. you can score against Brisbane. That's so it, that that's my simple take. Scotty will know more. But and you changed the game on going back a bit on Friday night with that with a bit more run because you guys were playing. I would have thought you were playing a bit boring, be straight down the line, which isn't your one would on Friday night. But then you sort of tricked it up, sped it up a bit. Yeah. And that's when you got yeah, the well, game the, on your team. Yeah, well, fair? the options were there in the second quarter, but we just went really safe with the footy. And I, I think sometimes guys think going safe is um, going to help the side. Let's protect the scoreboard and mm. we'll just go back down the line. But then very quickly your game can get all out of shape and out of sync. And, mm. um, you know, we had options back through the middle that weren't really risky kicks. It was probably more risky for us to play that down the line game. Mm than it was to just move it off the line 15 metres to a free back who was running and then we can use the open side of the ground yeah. or whatever it may be. But, yeah, so the second, uh, the third quarter was more about, like, when we take a mark, we're setting up really well, let's let's explode into our offence. Let's get get the ball moving. Don't mm. – we're hatching the ball a lot. Guys are taking a good mark and then jogging back yeah. and then – Hatch it. That was like under 10. Don't hatch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, because all forwards want is the ball to get in there pretty quickly on a one-on-one. Mm. And we're allowing the Giants to get all the way back mm. and then – that would turn it over and then they can just springboard so quick. So we wanted to get get the ball in there before they had their numbers back, springboard. And, yeah, a couple of times, Jamie Elliott got out the back off really good pressure. Bo McCurry kicked a good crumbing goal, um, you know, off Whitfield because Whitfield was up and then we get it in over the top of him, turn him around. And, yeah, so we we're just a bit boring in that second quarter and we addressed that pretty quickly and our group our group knows how to change the, the, the tempo of a game, which is a strength of ours. So we just tried to implement that. And, you know, I think they keep the first goal of the third quarter, but – we're still happy with the speed and the tempo of the game. Because they, they are a good straight-line defence. If you shift them, you can pull yeah. them apart. But Collingwood, probably the danger for Collingwood, they have a great down-the-line play and set up. So you might get success with one and you go, well, that's working and mm. you do it too much, right? So um, yeah, It's just the balance. The balance of it is you don't want to be the side who's like, oh, we take all the risks. So mm. you, know, you take a mark at half-back and you just blaze them through the middle blindly. Mm. Like you don't want to be dumb. Mm. At times, we're going to have to take our medicine. They defend, and that's finals. You're going to have to take that. But when it's on, let's use it and run. When it's not, let's play the down-the-line game. And, um, yeah, that's just going to be the game. But we've also not going to be silly enough to think it's the offense side of it. We've got to defend these guys. They're, 
mm. explosive, dynamic, offensive side. If we let them get their kick mark game going and build the ball up, and mm. it's going to be hard to get out. Charlie Cameron's going to take some stopping. I know that they are. We talk about their tools a lot, Danaher and Hipwood, but they are as good at ground level. If you, is that they're probably the best bunch of small forwards in the competition? Yeah, they're they? really dangerous. And um, but and uh, you know, Sard went to Cameron, so you lo- then you lose Sard's bounce. Mm. So. Oh, no. They've got a couple that can handle it. Quainer just springs to mind. Yeah. Um, you just got to bring your own game. It's going to be one in the contest. I think Carlton showed if you win the contest and you get it in, they look human pretty quick as well. So, But I just thought Brisbane, a few stepped up for them at critical times. Like when it was all going around them, Coleman had the – he's the one just the laser oh, shifting it off like the a line. surgeon off the back there, a couple of kicks. Great line from Sammy Landsberg in the Herald Sun said he found the middle more than Brian Lara. I love that. <laughs> it's not bad from uh, Sammy. We've got to wrap this up. We'll ask you one more. I'll get your tip. How proud are you looking, Neil? He's a former charger. I know you still um, you keep in touch with him as you do with all your all your um, fellas. You get a chance to play a very significant role in a potential premiership win. I know he's on the opposite side yeah, of the Yeah, very here. special. Uh, again, someone who did the work. Mm. And the, the athletic side of the game is harder for him, right? But he's supposed to terrorise him when he's run, and he'd gut run. Like, he'd dig in. And probably the biggest regret of the grand final is he was sub when he we had the bore out and him in. And, you know, I remember Peter Coleman said, you know, go to your values. Um, he was head of Woodside when yep. you're stuck, go to your values. And Lockie had sort of, not much, but, you know, there was a bit pre-season. Matty bought the bore and his leadership group. So we... We went with Maddie, which is okay, but you know it was probably in hindsight thought you'd in your side. that decision. So mm. he goes out as a, you know, like a diesel of the team. Like he's a big key pin, and uh, he is so clean. Mm. He is so clean. Um, it, it's going to be great to see greatness versus greatness. That, that's what I love about it. When you get to the pinnacle, like when you're performing, you're doing it. You're not doing it against mugs, right? You're doing it mm. against the best. Going to be staring at you playing that sweeper role at the back of the stoppage, which you've done uh, so well. Scotty, what was your famous line to Lockie Ross back in the day? He said, if you don't lift, you're going to be what? Oh, yeah, a okay. little fat forward pocket <laughs> playing in the sample. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Who do you think wins, Ross? Forget the fact that Scott's right here. How do you think, Scott, what's going to be the pivotal factor in getting one of these two I've teams? I've been on the Lions for a while. Yeah. I just think their game's in great order. Yep. Um, they've been the Pies twice in two different ways, and i we prepared for Collingwood watching Brisbane, how they just shifted it off the line because mm. Collingwood loves straight line ball movement. Yeah. So if they can shift it and they win clearance, um, the game's in really good order. And I, for whatever reason, Collingwood's game, the offensive game, the last two finals has Dropped been, off, in it? Yeah, but yeah. then I had a good look last night. I went through. They actually were scoring pretty well until, until the finals. So uh, there's no doubt they're a group that can flick it. But at the minute... Yeah, you know, they won and done first quarters and it a burst here and there. Mm. I think that's the question I've got on the pies. For whatever reason, it's hard to explain it. They'll know the reasons why, but the numbers tell me Brisbane's got their game in better order than the pies. How much are you looking forward to it, Scotty? I think, what is his game? 300 and... I think you joined Robert Harvey, actually. Yeah, 383. 383. Yeah. 383, yeah. so equal with Banger, who's sixth all time. Yeah, behind someone told me that yesterday. Fletcher, KB, Sean Burgoyne, Tuck and Harvey. So, mate. Yeah. You, oh, back- yeah, really cool to join Banger. He's been a massive mentor of mine, probably mm. the biggest mentor I've had in footy with my development and my career. Um, and, yeah, in terms of the week, I'm just excited to be back on this stage, be back in the arena, and um, I'll be ready on Saturday, but I'm just going to enjoy the week and yeah. make sure my prep's my prep and 
when I get out there, you know, leave nothing to chance and give it everything I've got. And you've got a contract for next year, so I don't want to be insulting him. I got, no, I got asked that heaps yesterday. They're like, if you win, are you going to retire? Yeah. No, in, no. In the moment, guy, mate, leave it alone. Yeah, no, I just was like straight away. I was like, no. In the, know, in the back of his head, he's thinking, you know what's going to be three great? more seasons in me, When you the bastards. ball bounces and there's chaos everywhere, yes. we're just going to see the cool cat. <laughs> not fumbling, stepping up. Yeah, yeah there's Scotty Pendlebury. Greatness. <laughs> Sell the candy. Hang it out. <laughs> they hang it out in their right hand, Scott. They've been, the opposition's been watching you do this for how many years? 17 years? You hang 17. it out in your right hand first. And where does the head go? And they, and they <laughs> the all. The hips go left. And they all fall for it. You cut back. The basketball And then a little mate. step forward. I love it. All right, this has been fantastic. I have really enjoyed it. Scotty, I'll see you in the rooms on Saturday afternoon. Hopefully it's with a big smile on your face, mate. For your sake, have an absolutely uh, ripping day and um, good luck out there. Thanks. Appreciate it. Ross, enjoyed Scotty. Thanks, mate. Enjoyed your company as always, mate. It is it is always fun. We enjoy the cuddly Ross. And, um, Privilege to be invited. Very, uh, I don't do podcasts, but for you two, no problem. You're a champion. Good luck for you and your Saints, not only in the trade period, but in 2024. They are on the rise. Thanks so much for everyone joining us on the Jock and Journo Show. It has been a special episode. We will see you next week. Next week. See you then. Cheers. Listener.